Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Ukraine and the 
the goings-on of why Nancy Pelosi has called for a impeachment inquiry. Um, pretty smart on her part politically to do that, but also very dumb on her part politically to do that. But before we get into that, we're going to do Kids Corner. So we're going to do Kids Corner. Uh, we'll start the program off with Kids Corner from now on each week to give the kids a chance to come in, get their get their participation going, and then we'll get into the boring stuff so the kids can go off and play and do whatever it is they want to do instead of listen to the old boring crap with old folks. So, having said all that, Everybody this week gets to participate in Kitty Corner. We will obviously start with the children. But the main question is a two-part question this week, and that is, number one, what did you want to be when you were a kid? So when you were a kid, what was it you wanted to be when you grew up? And B, if there was anything that you would like to have changed about your surroundings, the world around you, whatever, when you were a kid, what was it? So that is our two primary goals today. What do you want to be when you grow up? Or what did you want to be when you grow up? And is there something around you that you would like to change? So everybody needs to think as if they're a cheering, because that's uh, that's what we're going to ask. So for those of you that just came in, in this part of the program, we're doing Kitty Corner, and everybody's participating this week. What did you want to be when you grew up? And was there anything around you that you wanted to change when you were a kid? So we're going to start, and uh, there were several that actually wanted to participate this evening, but two of them have run off, so we'll go ahead and get going with uh, Malachi. He's the the oldest of the squad. Malachi, what do you want to be when you grow up? Malachi says he wants to be a Marine. And in his defense, he's always wanted to be a Marine since he was knee-high to a duck. Um, and Malachi, if there was anything in the world that you could change, is there anything you want to change? Well, that's unrealistic, but I like it. He says get rid of all the Democrats. All right, Bella, you're up next. What do you want to be when you grow up? Um, a room designer. Oh, cool. An interior designer? Okay. And is there anything going on in the world you'd like to change? Um, I would like the world not to have so much trash. I agree with that. So the, tur- so the sea turtles could be saved? Okay. I actually like that. Sea turtles are going extinct. I don't know why they're going extinct, but they are. All right, Lexi. (laughs) By the way, Bella, is your friend there with you? Yeah. Introducing Haven. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hello, Sam. How you doing, Samuel? He makes up a name and calls you that forever. Nice to meet you, Samuel. (laughs) So, what would you like to be when you grow up? A teacher. Cool beans. 
What kind of teacher? Math teacher, English teacher? A teacher. <laughs> just a so, teacher. So you don't care. You just teach anything. Yeah. All right. Now, next question. Is, is there anything around you that you'd like to change and make better? World peace. World peace. Well, we all wish there were world peace, so I agree with that. Good job. <laughs> Sam, it's nice meeting you. Behave. Lexi, you're up. My name's not Sam. <laughs> You well, can't tell she's southern, can you? Right. Well, it's Sam now, so that is what I will, that is what I will forever call you, although I like the name Haven. But you're Sam, so get over it. Lexi. <laughs> she does this face. She's like, uh, excuse me? <laughs> Lexi. Yeah? What what you want to be when you become a kid? Hi, Barbara. Hey. Hi. Um, <laughs> I want to be, I don't know what it's called, but you, you don't build the house, you just, like, design the house, whatever. So you want to be architect. an architect? Architect. So yeah. you and Bella could work together. You could design the house. Uh, no. She could design the inside of the house. We are not a great house. team. We are not a great team. I am not working with Bella. We are not a great team. Oh, wow. Well, Bella, no job for you when she architects houses, buddy. Poor Bella. I meant by that. I meant Interior design. Bella's doing interior design. You wanted to design the house itself, right? Mm-hmm. Lexi? Yep. I said yes. You, you want to design the house yourself, right? Yes. Okay. I just want to make sure I'm clear. All right. So Bella says that she would change the trash in the world. Samuel says she would change the Samuel. world peace. I thought it was Sam. Okay. Sam, Samuel, same thing. What would you do? Would you change something in the world around you? Um, I would tell everyone for me to be rich. I like her plan. Lexi for world president. Ah. Said she'd make everybody rich. (laughs) No, and me. I'll make the most money, and I'll have more than everyone in the world, even Jesus. Oh, well, he don't need money. I'm going to be powerful and strong like Jesus. I'm God. Well, there you go. I think the Soviets used to say that back in the day. It didn't work out. (laughs) Anyway, thank you. It didn't work out for me. And there were two other cheerings, but they're not down here. So we shall proceed with the adult. Hey, nope. Wait. I have a question. Malachi's okay. not supposed to be in this. He's a teenager, not a kid. Well, he's but a he's, kid, but a teenager. But he's still a cheering. But he's a teenager. He's a big cheering, but he's still a cheering. Hmm. Calling for kids under 10. Oh, no, so we're going to... Okay, so we'll take a vote. 12. Anybody, 
12. Okay, kids under 12. Okay. So, Malachi, yep. Yep. you and Ambika are out of it. Yes. Okay, so for the big children on the call, what did yeah, you Yeah, don't make it. The... Kitty corner and teen corner. Okay, teen fair enough. corner. So, we'll start with the big children. Amanda, what did you want to be when you were a kid? A dog trainer and a sumo wrestler. <laughs> she said a dog trainer and a sumo wrestler. <laughs> I like that one. She'll train the dogs, and if they don't listen, she'll body slam them. <laughs> All right, and so I asked her this from the other day, and I actually liked her answer. Was there anything in the world when you were a kid that you wanted to change? Nope. <laughs> She's like, nope. Wasn't paying attention to the world around me. All right, Mark, what do you want to be when you grow but, up? I'll oh. say something there. Sure. I wanted to that's be a hitman for the Clintons. Hang on, Mark. <clears throat> Go ahead, okay. Amanda. That's what, that's what happens when you have parents that um, aren't into politics and didn't really care about those kinds of things either. That's why I think it's really important that this kitty edition is good because it gets them thinking and opens their mind to a world that some don't know. I agree with you. All right, let's see. Mark, what do you want to be when you grow up? I wanted to be an artist and a hitman for the Clintons. <laughs> <laughs> Well, definite job security. Yeah, boy. All right. And with the, if, when you were growing up, was there anything in the world that you wanted to change? No, not really. <laughs> All right. Green Bean, you're up. What would you want to be when you grow up? A singer. That's interesting. And was there anything in the world that you wanted to change when you were a kid? When I was little, yeah. I remember driving when when I well, it was sixteen years old a kid, I guess. Yeah. When I first drove a car on my own on the interstate far enough away from the house was the first time that I noticed all the pollution going up in the air from factories. So I wanted to change that. I thought that, that there's something wrong with that picture. And I'd never seen it or really been exposed to it or paid attention to it before. So, smog. Wanted to get rid of the smog. But now that I'm 58, when I grow up, I want to be an angel and I want to be a demon slayer. <laughs> I actually like that. That's kind of, that's kind of neat. All right. Barbara, what do you want to be when you grow up? I wanted to be an ice skater. Now that's I cool. was 
I wanted to be like Peggy Fleming. Awesome. All right. And when you were little, was there anything about the world you wanted to change? Not really. Nope, not really. Okay. Well, when when I was growing up, I had a couple of things, actually, that I wanted to be. One of them I did, and one of them I still have the opportunity to do, <laughs> unrealistically, but still. It may come as no surprise to anybody on this call that since a young age I've wanted to be President of the United States, uh, number one. And number two, and people are going to laugh at this, but I wanted to be a preacher. (laughs) So, I've done one, and, uh, well, the jury's still out on the other one. So, you ever see one of my signs pop up in your yard, you know what's going on. I'm running. Wait, which Uh, which one you did already? (laughs) (laughs) I've come... I become a minister. Oh, I thought you were president. Never mind. You did. Well, it'd be fun if I was president, wouldn't it? Anyway, you know, so we we you have. You never a, know about the future and the turn of this country. It looks like it's in dire straits right now, but you know God is good, and I'm holding out in my faith. Oh, well, everybody knows that. Malachi wants to know what the first thing I would do as president. Well. Anybody that knows me knows what that would be. So, um, For those of you that came in late, because you're watching live PD. Baby, I'm for president. Who? Baby, I'm for president. Oh, well, my, my son will enjoy that. Anyway, so Tammy, we have, we're doing Kids Corner, and we're talking about what we want to be when we grow up. So as a child, what was it you wanted to be? And was there anything in the world at that time that you wanted to change? Um, I wanted to be a nurse. And now, hmm. No, but my son's in the car, too, if he wants to talk about what he wanted to be when he grew up. There you go, He's Eli. Right there He's almost. He's almost. What'd you... What do you want to be when you grow up? Uh, baseball player. I hear the Braves need some players. <laughs> All right, so, the Titans do too. <laughs> Athena, yeah, but that's football. So, Athena yeah, but has he can't joined... do any of them, so it wouldn't matter. Well, you know, they always need good bad boys. Um, Athena, what do you want to be when you grow up? Athena has the best goal of all of us. She wants to be a pediatrician. Well, she's going to take care of everybody at one time in her life. Everybody's going to come through her. So, good job. All right, well, that wraps up Kitty Corner for this episode of Political Straight Talk. And now we're going into the boring stuff, kiddos. For those of you in a land far, far away, good night, sleep well, and I love you guys.
Uh, Sam, it was nice meeting you, and try to behave, okay? Try to behave. <laughs> don't be a bad influence on Bella, okay? And Bella, don't be a bad influence on Sam. Good night, kiddos. <laughs> Bye, Bye, girl. All right. So, so let's let's move on to the the topic of the evening. Oh, and boy, Lord. did the Democrats step in a big pile of dew this week. Yep, they screw the perch. They screw the perch. So somebody forgot to email the Democrats the actual transcripts before they started hooping <laughs> and hollering about oh, this God. phone call. Because, boy, are they in trouble. They think this Ukraine call is the president leveraging military aid uh, in return for an investigation. Well, number one, there was an investigation going on, and a sitting vice president of the United States leveraged his office to get a prosecutor fired, number one. Uh, And that's a video. And number two, yeah. and what's more important here is that I read the transcript of that call, and I don't, I don't see anything that is, you know, out of, out of the ordinary. Yeah, he was trying to get an investigation into Biden, but again, I don't think that's against any kind of policy to have them look into then, something that... He's a top law officer, for God's sakes. Commentator brought up a very good point tonight, and he said that Democrats are claiming, well, he's trying to get dirt on a, on a political rival. Uh, Joe Biden is not a political. Uh, hey, he's not uh, a rival. Tammy, can you mute not, yourself when you're not talking? Because the, we're yeah, here in the we're here in the car. We're can here I in the car. Something? Okay, yeah. can I say that real quick? Yeah. Barbara, are you finished, Barbara? Okay, but what, what everybody doesn't understand, let me say this real quick and then I'll mute so y'all can hear. What everybody doesn't understand is this is the Ukraine. This is the same place that the fake dossier started. Right. Remember that? Remember that? Okay. Well, there's... There, there's more to this. There, there's more to this too. Russia, Russia's in on this too. Okay, and so people need to be mindful of this. But Democrats have a problem, and it's not even the facts that are a problem for them. It's public perception. Okay, you have one of the biggest liberal cheerleaders in all of media, Bill Maher, mm-hmm. coming out and basically saying. You stepped in a pile. Yep. Okay, number one. Number two, you have a lot of Democrats, a lot of rank-and-file, middle-of-the-road Democrats in Congress that do not want this. Okay? Because if you look at the case against Bill Clinton, the case against Bill Clinton was ironclad. Hey, they had him, dead to right. They impeached him in the House, and the Senate, um, as expected, didn't impeach him or didn't convict him to kick him out. And what happened? Republicans lost in droves the following election 
in the mid-year election. Right. Nancy Pelosi has done two things this week, one good, one bad, as far as her party goes. The good thing is she called for an impeachment inquiry. The bad thing is she called for an impeachment inquiry. Okay? So let me, exp- let me explain what's both. What's both. Hold on a second. Hold on just a second. Anyway, so it's a good thing for her party because she keeps the far left part of the party in the in the fold right now. Um, it's a bad thing because she now has public opinion to deal with, and most polling across all polls right now show that 62% of Americans do not want an impeachment. Okay, and that's a that's a bad number to be at if you are the party in power in the House going after impeachment. That's not a number that you want to be dealing with. And so Nancy has to walk a tightrope. They think by keeping it, and there is a big difference between an inquiry and an actual articles of impeachment. Again, that's something that most people don't understand. The inquiry is nothing more than they're looking to see if they can have articles of impeachment. And their hope is that they keep this drummed up until November when the election happens and that people not wanting to deal with this will vote for somebody other than Trump. So that's their logic. They know they're not going to get an impeachment. Okay, this is not going to happen. They're not even going to get the votes in the House because centrist Democrats will not vote to impeach. Well, they she won't. won't take a vote. She won't take a vote because there, there are some Democrats who are in purple states who are up for re-election, and <clears throat> she won't call for a vote. Right, which is which is smart on her part. She's able to have her cake and eat it, too. As far as her party goes. Now, as far as the public goes, she's in trouble. Yeah, and as soon as she backs off of it, um, the squad is going to want her to step down. Well, I don't know why they're so worried about that, quote, squad. Well, you know something? Uh, This is the media trying to bring forward younger people. This is how they function. And it's it's a mess because those people are are a real problem, a real problem. And the inner workings of things that I've heard about with the State Department, CIA, and everything else 
is just not good. So, you know, I've I have been reaching out whether or not he, I'm, he reads any of it. I sent the president messages via Twitter and Facebook to keep his chin up because he had to know when he campaigned to drain the swamp that it wasn't going to be a piece of cake. So, you know, now when they start doing these, um, I have a question, or, or maybe you know, maybe you don't, but when they start doing pulling these people in to testify, you know, I've heard of, well, you know, they'll, some of them they're going to have in, in public and some of them they'll be behind the closed doors, et cetera, et cetera. You know, where do they get off doing that? Either be transparent all the time or, or go incognito, one of the two. But this business of back and forth is really, I believe, a, part, a big part of the problem because when people want to hide, they, they can hide. I understand not bringing the whistleblower forward, but uh, but other than him or her, they they need well, to bring everybody else forward. The whistleblower is a fake. The whistleblower has no direct knowledge of that phone call. Well, I understand that the transcript is all hearsay. I read it. I read it. Okay. Or I'm sorry, the accusation. I read it too. Yeah, it's a, it's I read a the whole transcript and the accusation in its entirety, both yeah. of them. And but what? there was nothing. There was nothing in the accusation part of it that was firsthand. Correct. So Jay Sekulow said it real well last night when he openly announced. I don't know if it was on Hannity or Ingram, but he said, "Go ahead and put it to a vote, please. Just go right ahead and do it." I agree. Yeah. Well, it's kind of interesting. Jay Sekulow can't stand President Trump. Oh, come on. What are you despises- talking about? He's working as his attorney. Jay Sekulow despises President Trump. I'm telling you right now. I think he likes him now because he's getting a whole lot of money from him. He likes the money. He don't like him personally, and I know that firsthand. Wow. I okay. think he's, I think oh, he's come around deal. a little bit. So Jay Sekulow told you himself that he doesn't care for the man. He didn't have to tell <laughs> me. He told an employee that works for him who told okay. me. Okay. Okay. But you know what? There are a lot of people who are quote-unquote Christians who don't really care for how a lot well, of the sec- things they do. Listen, I, you know, fine, Sekulow's is... Seculos is lawyer. Okay, get it. But Seculos doing that to raise money for his other organization, which he really, yeah, don't even get me started on Jay Seculo. Well, I know he's not your favorite person in the world either, but I brought him up because I tend to agree with him. I said, in fact, the same thing online yesterday before watching that. I felt almost like it was a confirmation that what I believed to be the way to go was the way to go. I think President Trump needs to tell him, go ahead, put it to the vote. They, they See won't. Where because See where it comes out. They don't, they don't have the votes, and they know they don't have the votes. That's and why they if, need to put it to a vote. And even if they had the votes in the House, they sure as heck don't have the votes in the Senate. I know that. I know the Senate will kill it. It's just, it just is, you know, look, I don't know about you, 
but for four for the entire term and even I remember his inauguration day and limos being caught on fire and people doing crazy, crazy crap in the streets. This is non, it's been non-stop from all of them. And you know who's behind it? You know who's behind every second of everything that's going on? It's the bitch Clinton. That's who. It's not I wish funny. somebody would get her and string her up and tell her to keep her little mouth shut. It's not if Clinton. I, if I ever see her, I'll cut her daggone tongue out. That's how I feel about that woman. I cannot stand her. Well, first of all, it's not Clinton. <laughs> okay. It's not. Clinton doesn't have any authority. She doesn't have any muscle. It's not Clinton. You don't think she's got any authority? She's got more money than most people in the, on the planet. And she also has Soros in her back pocket. And she also has three-fourths of the other people that are funding the, the not. Democrats in her pocket. Now, it will be the special interest groups that are pushing this. But it ain't because of her. Because if it was because of her, she'd be front and center on the Democratic stage running for president today. And she would be leaps and bounds ahead of everybody else. They would be dropping out like flies, and they'd be doing the Cory Booker. Okay, but are you kidding me? Not, you think they would support her again after she, what, she, what happened last time? She didn't win the popular had, vote. If there she was had the illegal votes out in California, it wasn't even funny. If she had the coattails, yes, they would support her. <laughs> if, if she, she could raise the, that money, they would. If she has the pow- if she had the power that she had four years ago, yes, they would support her. They would back her to the hilt, and it would be a revenge election, and that's the whole point. This is why people need to understand that a this situation isn't as bad as everybody's making it out to be, and b nothing's going to come of it because number one, the Democrats don't have the support they think they've got uh, with the American no, public. No, they're just desperate because nothing else is working. Okay, they don't have the support. And come November, the Republicans will get the House back. And they're going to get it back with a with a majority of seats. You're going to see a 70 or 80 seat swap. I, and hope so. I really, really, really hope so. Because if this continues, okay. if this continues, there will be a 70 to 80 seat, an 80 seat swing in the House of Representatives. Okay, and those those kind of swings are the things that happen, you know, once in a generation. We saw that swing in 1993. Well, in truth, had the House banking scandal not happened, we wouldn't have seen that swing. Okay, not to the degree that we saw. We might have seen the swing, but not that big. Um, again, in 2006. Had things not played out the way it had, we wouldn't have seen the swing that we saw in 2006. Okay, where only one Republican won election in the Senate that year. And had there not been a Memphis meltdown, Corker wouldn't have won. So, people need to be mindful of this. And, and Nancy Pelosi, and it's kind of interesting because Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden are on record 
of giving these impassioned speeches back during the Clinton impeachment about not impeaching based on politics. And that they were they were making a mistake by impeaching Clinton on politics, which turned out to be a true statement. Okay, Nancy Pelosi made that statement, turned out to be true. Um, And the Democrats are traveling down the exact same road, and I do mean the exact same road. The only difference is that the numbers to impeach Trump are lower than they were to impeach Clinton. And they weren't very high with Clinton. They were in the 40s, the low 40s. With Trump, it's in the low 30s. People just don't like, you know, a lot of voters remember the Trump impeachment, or the uh, Clinton impeachment, and they just don't want to go down that road. Okay, the executive branch doesn't want to go down it, obviously. The judicial branch, sure as crap, don't want to have to go down it. And the legislative branch is playing politics. No, thank you. Simple as that. All right, anybody have any comments on this particular topic before we move on? Yeah, yeah, I do. I just want to say, uh, whoever, uh, I want to call that back from. Tammy, we can't hear. Oh, she's going to have myself eating tomorrow? Uh, Tammy, no. We can't hear.
Well, he has and the protection. And just going to get swept up. Another thing that's going to just get swept under the rug. When are these people going to be held accountable for the crap that they're pulling? Well, first of all, they're not going to be. And so, you know, there's no sense. Well, then we, as the American people, need to rise up against the federal government and tell them that that's what they have got to do. And I mean tell them in big numbers, like a million-man march. Because this is crazy. They cannot expect the United States people, the citizens of this country, to be governed by laws that they are above. Period. Republicans have to gain control. Republicans have to gain control of the House again and keep control of the Senate in order for anything to be effective. And then they make referrals to the Justice Department. That's how you begin that process. All right, Barbara, Goodbye. what was your comment? Goodbye. No, it doesn't make any difference now. I mean, <laughs> I've been wanting to talk for 45 minutes. Well, it's kind of hard since we've not been on the program for 45 minutes. But anyway, go ahead. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Don't forget it. Go on. Wow. We need to hand her a clean it. But other people dominate the damn call, and then nobody else can talk. Okay. On that note. Well, all right, and then. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> okay. Why don't you just say what you got to say and stop acting like a child? All right. Okay. Well, on that oh, note, I'll just. What? All right. I'll just end the program. We want to thank everybody for tuning in. Remember, you got to stand for something. You fall for anything. Freedom is a free. Thank you, soldier, for without them, we wouldn't be able to do this. And uh, thank the families of soldiers for without them, we wouldn't have an all-volunteer army. Have a good night, everybody. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.